Hey, yo. What's up? Was this 98? Yep. <clears throat> yeah, 98. Hello. Good morning. 98, plates get dates. That was original. I never used that before. Plates get dates. What is that? That means fat people who eat more plates get more dates. Wrong. What does it mean, actually? <laughs> nah, you get... Either way. Uh, like weight plates. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get it. Okay, we got 98. We got our friend. How do you want to be? Let's just clear the air. For <laughs> yeah, because I've been doing both. <laughs> That's why I try to make you do for it. For the rest like, of the year, no matter where I you know it. me from, just call me Devante. Okay. All right. So, y'all heard it here uh, first. I still fucking. Over uh, the waves. I, <laughs> It's all good. It's going to be legally changed. So. He was here for 96. Yes, sir. Um, which is literally titled Devontae. So, um, Devontae round two. Yep, we got Devontae back. Um, hey, everybody. 98's closely approaching episode 100, which uh, that definitely puts us in the top, like, like what? Like 5%? 1%. Or 1%? 1%. Of podcasts. So. yeah. That is cool. Just a testament to consistency. Um, there's other things we can do, but consistency is like the hardest part. So it's definitely we have more episodes than like moment. some like actual like famous people's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Go that way. <laughs> All right. So I I said I had a hot debate before it came on. Yeah. Yeah. Devonte's got a frosted honey bun <laughs> um, right next to me. I talk a lot of crap about healthiness, and this is uh, this is probably the grossest it gets for me. But yeah, but what side is everybody? You so uh, you're on frosted side. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the glaze, but the frosted something about that icing is too. It's like I an feel Oreo. Like honey is tough. Some I people think. love Oreos with just the cookie. I gotta have that filling. It's <laughs> That's even crazier to me. But I'll probably <laughs> go frosted too. Really? I have recency bias though, because I like am literally looking at a frosted one. So I'm like, well, I like those. I'm glazed. I'm team glazed. How come though? Because like it's just more. Though? No, it's more. Because like sometimes you get those, they'll be dry in the middle, and there's like not as much shit inside. Like I like the frost. The frosting's great. Yeah. But I feel like it's more uh, moist. With the glazed, I feel like I'm a pretty, pretty big uh, honey bun connoisseur. Yeah, and I can just I can go into the store and recognize by the by the, <laughs> you know what I mean, the <laughs> texture of when I press against it a little bit, and also the look of the honey bun just on the outside. If it's one that's been sitting on that shelf for too long, yeah, or if it's one that like oh we got it fresh out the damn bun man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a cream pie connoisseur, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> cream pie um, connoisseur. <laughs> That's crazy. Oatmeal cream pie. Come on. He knew what he was like, talking hey, about. That's crazy. You said that on the air? <laughs> <laughs> he did. I love it's those things. Like, those are good. You, you said you like don't eat those? I didn't until uh, a coworker, AJ, had put me onto them, actually. And it's got to be a. Horked down like five <laughs> or six in a row. There's a funny good. correlation there, but. There it is. You like them? Cream pies? Yeah, like in, a your Boston fa- cream like pie. in in your face. 
Yeah. In your mouth. Either way. <laughs> I'll take them how they serve. <laughs> Whoa. I've been uh, hot and ready, bud. <laughs> Nah, I like those yeah. oatmeal ones. Hey, though. yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> I'm sound pause. effects ready to go. Pause. Pause. I said pause. Yeah, we got to have a sound. Well, we've been talking about getting a soundboard. It would be funny, but I don't know. I feel like it, it would hilarious. In due time. Yeah. But Sneeko's fucking, I like how he's like, I'll walk bar. And he's got oh, like yeah. Boomba clock. Yeah, we get funny sounds though. Yeah, just like crazy sounds. Yeah, definitely. He agree. has like a there's just like a Mortal Kombat sound too. It's just like ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's been so many moments where we've needed one, but yeah. You were there. Yeah, I'm getting blinded by the light right now, but you want me to put it down? I kind of like it. Okay, it's oh, good for your. It's good for everything. Some vitamin mm. D, sir. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> um. Yeah, sunlight's good for you though. Mm-hmm. We started off the episode too differently than usual. We did a meditation for presence. Yeah, I was watching. Um, it was uh, what is that producer's name? He's like the one with mad hair on his face, but he produced for, like everybody. And then he was on a podcast. He was like, you know what? He just took over the podcast. Was like, "How about we just meditate for ten minutes before we start?" The guy was like, "All right, cool." So they like started sixty minutes with like a sixty. Yeah, like, like, oh, okay. Yeah. You did sixty minutes on Yeah, it was something like okay. it was something like that. Where it was Six, like, 60's a lot. Sixty is a lot. No, no, no. It wasn't for sixty minutes. Oh. It was on sixty minutes. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So he like stopped the sixty minutes before it started. Was like, "All right, we do a do a quick meditation." The longest I've meditated in one sitting is forty five. Mm. That was tough, though. You ever hear about people who are like, I meditated 24 hours. And then they're like... Well, they're monks. Yeah, and they're kind of assholes about it. In silence. (laughs) Kind of assholes. Yeah, congratulations, (laughs) bro. Like, I don't know what to tell you. They might do a lot for their body, for their mind. Something you got to look into. I'm going to say I won't nod it before I try it. 24 hours does seem like a lot. Don't get me wrong. I think that's That's really some monk shit. I don't know how to stay awake for all that. Impressive. But the dude was like, well, everybody's talking about meditation. I've meditated for 24 hours, uh, which well, is like, he's like kind of up about it. So like, know? why the fuck did he do it just to brag about it? Then? Exactly. That's the thing that was making me annoyed. And like, you, he could also he like, didn't explain anything. Been meditating. He just like, oh, I did it for 24 hours. Doesn't say what it did for him. Then yeah, I totally yeah. agree in that. You just he could have just sat in a room for 24 hours. Yeah. Literally. So I don't know. It was weird stuff. Well, what would you do then if you had to do something as a meditate, like a meditative uh, activity for me? Twenty four hours straight. What would you do? I'm going outside. Yeah, outside. I'm walking around. Yeah, I feel like well, what we forest gump? Nature would be a good place, yeah. just like through a forest, and if you had like a place to sit yeah. or lay down. Um, I feel like would hiking would definitely be incorporated into what I'd want to do. So I, you know, I feel you on being outside. At the retreats that I've looked at, they talk a lot about, like, doing walking meditations together, like, through yeah. the forest, mm. where everyone's just walking and, like, meditating, like, while they're walking. I this is a just ch- a theoretical, but I'm curious, like, would this be something of interest, going to, like, a hike and then being mic'd and recording that hike up? Yes. And, like, the conversations had. 100%. And then, like, we chop it down. Yeah. To, like, yes. something fun. That'd be cool. A or lot we of could that go on a meditation it, retreat and well, no, never mind. 
Well, what was the thought there, though? It would be cool, but like I, I think they would probably have us like sign some stuff and not be we able pretty, to like, yeah. send their stuff. Yeah, but we could also just do that and then like come back and like Talk do a p- episode on it too. Yeah, I went to uh, Yosemite National Park and did the Half Dome with uh, an old girlfriend of mine way back. How long did it last? Um, I don't even know what the Half Dome is. uh, Tell people about the Half Dome. Half Dome is like this big old rock face that looks like Patrick Starr's home, basically. And if you're lucky enough, you kind of get the opportunity to get up onto that. We didn't specifically get to go up on the Half Dome. We saw it, but we did the hike that would lead you up to it. Um, It usually takes people about six hours. I will impressively say that this girl had dragged me up because she was she was pretty much leading the whole thing. Yeah, she's like that. Uh, It it took us about four hours. Oh wow! We we had gone up and at at the time. Oh, this. Yeah. Oh, that looks dope. It is dope. It is. It's crazy to see. Um. But we had gotten to the base of that, and, j- I mean, the view, it's like 8 in the morning because you start super yeah. early. Did you have to go up this? No. That would be what you do go up to get on top of it. And when yeah. you're up, that's like one of the highest points that you can see. It I don't know if it's the like highest a, specifically. It kind of looks like a staircase going up, like, straight up it's, a mountain. It, it's pretty Straight scary. up like a bald face. There's a, a lot of areas within that hike. So you can take multiple uh, routes, fuck? I believe. And the route that we took, I mean, there was, we weren't off of the side of the cliff. We ended up taking that coming back down. Um, but a lot of those were real vertical angles. Your legs are under constant stress the whole yeah. time. Mm-hmm. By the time you're up at the top, your legs are gassed. And coming yeah. down, it's like having two, two stick peg legs just, yeah. just like trying jelly. not to yeah. Literally, you hit the ground, it's like, like you're hitting the ground like straight onto like rock. But what I was getting at was, um, surprisingly to me, there was more conversation than you would think, even Definitely. under the most like strenuous of events. Yeah. And it yeah. does bring a lot of, I want to say it is therapeutic in a way. It does feel it meditative is. to kind of keep pushing each other all the way up to the top. And then, I mean, I'll be honest, I cried once I got up to the top just yeah. because it was such a beautiful view and what you had to go through to get there was a lot. Yeah. So I had... um. I know a lot of people who are like, oh, I just don't get what's the point of, like, going up a mountain. But it's like, yo, it's kind of <laughs> just like, because they're like, oh, the best part is in the beginning and the worst part is at the end. So it's like, why would I even go? Yeah. Uh, one of my friends said that he's not, like, the healthiest person. But um, I remember just how, like, it is therapeutic. I remember I went up a mountain. My favorite place to go, Franconia Notch. Uh, I met one of the coolest guys I ever met. He was like, yeah, like, I was having such issues with my girlfriend, like. Like, such bad times, and I'm just going up this mountain. We just chatted with him all the way up. Like, he was like, yeah, I had to come out here. Well, he was doing horrible things. He was, like, cheating on his girlfriend. She found out. They, like, had a big. We do not condone cheating over here. Yeah, like, black men don't cheat. This is a good guy group. So, she, like, goes up the mountain. Yeah, we're the good guys. Um, And he's just, like, we're just chatting with him, just about, like, life and stuff like that. And it was mad cool to meet this random dude, one of the coolest guys I met. Had a beer with him at the end, so. It was real chill. It was cool. Yeah, it's like, but that's like something that he goes out there to do. You know what I mean? He had a horrible day and was like, oh, I'm just going to go up a mountain. That made me think of uh, like doing cross country. Um, Just like the talks we would have just running like 10 miles every day. Yeah. And like it was cool that we were like all just kind of like just spent 
but yeah. like we it was like a different yeah. type of conversation because we were just like uh, like fucking you yeah. know just like on our last legs and <laughs> we were just like saying whatever came to our mind and shit um but yeah i haven't gone on like many rigorous hikes yeah. is there any that come to mind that you feel or that we were are you I don't able even to know do at one point? Are you able to like cuz for a long time I was going on a bunch of hikes but then I tore my Achilles so like we so I haven't been able to like ask you to go. Yeah. I remember for a long time when I was hiking you were like your foot was an issue. Yeah, I mean that was probably like pretty early on. I've yeah. been like able to do pretty uh How do you feel now about I mean it's on and off stuff or things you might have to jump. Does it feel um, like it stiffens up, or is it something where it's okay? Because you know I'm dealing with yeah. the plantar fascitis. I think Folks, it's like plantar fine. fascitis is one of the most painful injuries, by the way. So mm-hmm. take care of your feet. Make sure you actually go out and spend the money on the shoes you need if you're going to be actively running a lot. Yeah, it's painful. Do you have to jump during no, hikes? No, no, uh no. not necessarily, but you know there might be some things where it's like there's a like little jump river it down bed or something no. with some water. Well, and you know, even then, in. like you're most that you're gonna have to do that like action of your foot is when you're going up. And like, like you, you gotta climb on something. Yeah, and like that's about your it. Like up and then push off of that leg. Uh, no, Would that'd that be fine. Be too, you know what I mean? No, nah, be For fine. me, right really now, I know I can't fully yeah. do that push up without it feeling like it hurts it. So mm. I'd be more worried about my back at this point yeah. than my foot. But but uh, as far as like different states that you know of that are super mountainous, is there anywhere you feel like you want to visit? No like, idea. I don't, I'm I'd very highly recommend Colorado. Uneducated about it. Yeah, I hear great things about Colorado. Colorado. This is dope. I'd like to like Red keep Rock. it in New England to start out. Yeah. You know, what do we have? Franconia would be dope. That's not the Monadnock. Best. Is that or Monadnock is cool. I don't like Monadnock. Well, Monadnock is good to go. Like if you're like, I need to go on a hike. I and did I it. It was bring windy. my family. It was real windy. Didn't you and Gabe were talking about Ashland, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I never done Ashland. Stowe yeah, is we a didn't good mountain to go. We haven't mm. done it yet. Uh, we should at some point, though. It'd be a good one. I met these kids who were from, like, New York. They were like, I don't, I don't want to butcher it, but I forget the exact religion. I think they were they were Jewish, but they were, like, the old school. Yeah. Where, like, they have, like, the bolos, and, like, their hair is done where, like, it comes down. They wear, like, white shirts. Like, and, Semitic. Like, their yeah. shirt is their soul. Yeah. And uh, these dudes came from New York just to do Franconia Notch. One of their friends was like 300 pounds. And he was just like, because we passed him a minute ago. And then we're like, yo, what's this dude with a white shirt doing? Then we like 15, 20 minutes later, we see like another group. They're like, hey, did you see a kid who was like 300 pounds, like white shirt, like down the mountain? I'm like, yeah, he's huffing. Like, he looked like he's about to die. (laughs) They're like, he's actually doing it. He's doing it. (laughs) And then like, we actually took photos with these guys. And I would get to the top. And they're like, yeah, you made it. Because we're all sitting there chilling. They're like, yo, yo. We got to the top. <laughs> it's like the most excitement I've seen out of like a group like on top of a battle. So it's mad real. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's as personal as you get. Yeah. I feel like activities always can bring good energy out of people, especially yeah. in group settings. That's what I was. Okay. So I was kind of going to digress into that and ask, yeah. do you feel like there was any activity within the past year or so that you did you kind of stepped outside of your comfort zone and did it and it's led to like a new opportunity whether something it's a friendship cool. something business anything else hmm. I don't know. that's a good one to think about yeah. mike i feel like you would have that more likely we always activity? i mean just because we always talk about how coffee shops are a great 
conversationalist area, I feel like. Um, I don't know, it's kind of a hipster vibe where people could be working on their laptop, but it is something where uh, conversation could just be stirred up over something, a spilled coffee <laughs> yeah. on that laptop or something. And you usually find good folks in that area. I feel like that was a big step outside of my comfort zone at one point. That has led into some of the best friendships I think I have. Um, I can't really think of anything specific, but there's definitely value in going a little outside your comfort zone. Uh, we've got our puppy producers coming in. <laughs> puppy producers. <laughs> I've been trying to think for the longest. How can we incorporate them into this? No, let me tell you, it's kind of the funniest thing when you put a mic to a dog's mouth. When you just hear it. Good, man, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I probably said the only thing close to that. We have like two offices, and I go to our second office just to like talk and chat. And then I got the guy who like owns our company, who like has his office door just open. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like, cause he thinks I'm a regular guy. Cause all the real estate agents like they all dress a certain way. Like they're dressed in like dress to the tees. Preppy. Yeah, and I'm like, man, if I'm not actively going to like do anything i'm just gonna dress like like casual. sweatshirt yeah like yeah. i'll dress casual Business it's not casual, gonna be like I'm, yeah it's not like i'm dressed like oh, yeah. a bum or something but i'm not no, dressed like sure. with with like dress shoes on yeah, and dress pants. suit and tie right now we were uh we were watching a podcast yesterday um you might have been asleep but andrew, andrew huberman was talking about uh how he doesn't really dress like for his. So he's a podcaster. He like does lectures. He's a he's also like a, doctor. a Stanford doctor and student, yeah. or I mean, professor. professor. Yeah. Um, but he's like got a bunch of tattoos, like all like he's completely inked up, like from the upper body. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know about lower body, but mm-hmm. he always wears a long sleeve shirt, like no matter where he goes, mm-hmm. because um, oh the tattoos. Yeah, right. he okay. um. He was saying that he wants it's like out of respect for the audience so that they know the important thing is like what's coming out of his mouth the rather focus, than the focus yeah. doesn't become what you have on oh, your body. On. He, was yeah, exactly. he was saying the same thing, like the same thing for an attractive more like a muscular male or a woman that's really attractive when yeah. they're a comedian. That's what Tom Segura jumped in with. He's like they end up put like clothing themselves as well or making yeah. sure that they look like. I don't know. To me, if you want to pick yourself with like a baseline, you want to look as normal as possible or like not variable. I don't like also bringing up. Look at. He was also bringing up like, hey, like be yourself, like express yourself the way you want, and like make yourself like be you as an appearance. But like also, if you are trying to like convey a message, or if you're trying to like do something for work, and you want the focus to be like the work itself, then it could like take away. Yeah. Just, just like as a distraction. Mm. Um. I feel, I was like, I don't know. When he, when I heard that, I was at a standstill of how I felt about it because on one end, I'm like, I hate the fact that in society, I feel like you have to baseline yourself like that if you're yeah. somebody that's a standout in a way just to make it so that everyone else can feel like they can relate to you. Yeah. But I do also understand, especially now hearing me say that, that it'll help people understand you better and what you're saying and make them feel a little bit more, you know, with with the times, with whatever it is that they need to feel like they're with. At right. That point, so. 
Yeah, it definitely resonated with me. It kind of like questioned my thing too, because I was like, "Well, fucking, they're my tattoos. I fucking blah blah blah." Like but I'm somebody. Who also, if I'm like, if I'm there for a reason and I'm supposed to be like getting something across, like I should kind of be respectful and like make sure that the the spotlight is on like the content that I'm bringing mm-hmm. rather than just my appearance or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. And that's like, so even then, like the majority of agents really aren't. So that's something that's like kind of interesting. Like, like agents, I feel like a real like faceless where it's like, oh, y'all all do like really similar stuff. And that causes like really bad agents to just like do stuff like that. Where like they'll be focusing on like, oh, I got to wear the right clothes. I got to drive the, the right car. But it's like, yeah. yeah, some of the agents I know who make the most successful agents I know literally just drive like Toyotas make yeah. 250000 a year and they drive like a regular car like wear like I feel like not that great clothes I got I got the reverse kind of group I got some I got a lot of flexors I'll say that yeah. that's <laughs> the majority of people in your, in your field that, I mean I've tried to jump away from that myself and that's I don't know I don't need like a lot of the people I know who I'm friends with and stuff they might have a car that they re- can they really afford it i don't know it's not my business i don't mm-hmm. you know what i mean but at the same time i don't know i just feel like i would i i'd stay in my lane i stay in my lane in terms of what i'm going to purchase or what i'm going to get uh, and not really let society affect the way that that is molded right i just like i think it's good to dress nice but also like not Spend money that I don't know. It's just crazy sometimes. I just want to. I want to have like a wardrobe of just like kind of like just basic nice shit. Mm. I'm like building it sort of. Likewise. I was just actually talking to a friend about that. I'm like, I feel like I've jumped out of shopping at certain places, and now it's I don't know the clothes that I usually am buying come from I'd say Zara, H and M. Nice What's up with Zara? Everybody's been going. Zara's Zara. really nice. Zara's it's a little. It's not super super expensive. It feels like like if we're putting it in a class like that, like a high middle class kind of thing. Yeah. In terms of the way you you're dressing, cool you're not wearing crazy designer, but you're wearing something that's very fashionable. Mm-hmm. I've seen like one of my favorite hats is from Zara. Mad people at work <laughs> going to Zara there. recently. They got some cool jackets. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Nah, I just saw mad people from work in Zara. Yeah, like it's a really four good four or five different people. Like it's a durable Zara. brand, I'd say too. Yeah. Shout out to Zara. Let me model for you guys. <laughs> me too. Fuck it. Get you, anybody can mess on there. Yeah. Yeah, there's a look for everything nowadays, which is a good thing about the industry. Yeah, you got the new style. Like you'll fit somewhere else. Like if you don't fit one place, like you'll probably fit in somewhere else. Our age division has kind of the best uh, the best shot at it too in terms of being like 18 to 35, 36 years old. We all still are, I mean, in this Boston area specifically in modeling, like they they like hipster looking vibes, you know what I mean? Mm. And a lot of us already kind of do that. But, um, like skaters mm-hmm. can easily be models right off the rip. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. They've already got the vibe that everybody's looking for. Uh, Since you like got into the industry, what's like the most like shocking thing or like surprising thing that you've seen? <laughs> Something that like you expected it to be this way, but then like you're like it is not that way. Um, I could easily just say what I was saying. I, I mean, you know what? 
Most shocking thing? Uppers only. That was crazy. I'm like, yo, you're psychotic, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, the most shocking thing was that, uh, you know, people are honestly way more friendly than you think. Uh, models get a bad reputation for like a select few that really, it is that way. Models do get a bad reputation for people those small percentage that are actually bougie and just they think they're above life already and all this other stuff. But I've met so many cool people within the industry that I'm I'm still close friends with, I've hung mm-hmm. out with, I feel like are like brothers and sisters to me. So um I don't know. It's been it's been a shock to me that I made so many friends so many fast within this industry. But I am excited to to just be a part of it and be able to connect with so many people, you know. That's cool. So mainly positive things then. It, so. There's been some negatives. I won't say it's all been super positive. Um, you, the one thing is some people, in some ways, you do have to be a little, I don't want to say two-faced, but you do have to respect people and put people on more of a pedestal that that are above you or that can help guide you through the industry a little mm. bit. Um you always got to, well, not like saying. I, I, I want to say more established, in the sense of like more established models within it. I, I just don't, I don't know. Well, you got to, in every industry, you got to like kiss some <laughs> ass. You can't like, there's no way that you could do like. That's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to say kiss ass because I don't kiss ass. I feel like that's no. faking who you are as a person. I feel like Respect. being a little bit more nicer, a little bit more peppy in front of people is something. But yeah. like, that's not, so like. That's like the negative connotations around kissing ass, where yeah. like people think like, "Oh yeah, I'm just sucking up to this person and like being all around them." But like, when it's like you all know where we're trying to get, so yeah. I don't know and why anyone's here gonna fake jokes it. Like, sometimes are funnier. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a that's a direct correlation. Sometimes the people who are in power, it is. Like, yeah, it's funnier because like, it's like just because of that dynamic. Yeah, like so you're technically kissing ass, but like you gotta kiss some. Like yeah. you can't be like completely like you can't because that would damn near be like undercutting. If um the CEO of a company like you say like our CEO came in like say Roger came in and made like a horrible joke like yeah. stupid ass joke like yeah. it would just be funny because like I'm like well how the fuck does guy get here if he's yeah. like not even that funny yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah you know yeah like so there is that dynamic to it where you I'll like say it does seem like there's a lot of kiss ass because I I don't know I feel like there's a lot of models within this that I'm. I question. I'm like, how did you get all the way up to this point? What did you do? Whose ass did you have to kiss? Because I feel like there's some points where I've had to kiss ass. I don't. I just don't like saying kiss ass, yeah. but you know, we'll call a fish a fish. Yeah, it <laughs> that all week long. Yeah, we'll call a fish a fish. It, I'll mean, call it, a blanket it, a blanket, bro. Yeah, you got some. It's not like you're gonna be like really sucking up to everybody, but. Yeah, no. A little bit. I, I feel like I had to a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I've had to be like jump out of that and be. I don't know. It's ungenuine word. Yeah. Non-genuine. Ingenuine. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've been my genuine self around everybody. I mm. feel like I may step my energy up if I'm even if it's already like feeling like a bad day or something, and I know I have to go to a casting. I'm going to snap out of it quick just because I know I want to give the positive energy that these people want to see Mm -hmm. from me. And that's what I normally have, you know. Mm. Um, But I do see a lot of people within the industry that like 
you can just tell it's fake. You're really faking. You're asking questions that you probably already know the answer to yep. in the back of your head, and you're just doing it to like, so that's a great question. Exactly. That's what you want to yeah, hear from yeah, the teacher's right, pet right, kind of like. Right. Nah, I know bro. exactly what you're talking about. I can't stand, that's I can't mad, stand like, when like, After they that. say like, all right, and then we got to walk to the back to like clean our hands. And he's like, do we have to walk to the back to clean our hands? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He, like, so that, our, that must be where the sinks are. Yeah. Exactly. You see, yeah. you already knew where exactly. we were going with this. Exactly. I know exactly what you're talking brownie about. Brownie point. Stupid. People do that like kind of brownie I point thing that. in order to get their name or face because a lot of the producers and stuff at that point might ask like, oh, what's your name? And then they'll be like, Marissa. And then it's just like, oh, Marissa, I'll remember that. That's what that's what you wanted. You wanted that type of nah. get in. Just panda the person be like, who is that person over there asking about my name? And mm. then they're like, oh, that was Devante. And it's just like, we're gonna have to remember that from next time. I feel like the classroom's uh, prime time for that shit. <laughs> asking yeah. dumbass questions. Back in school, how's it feeling? <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. Um. These kids are crazy. These kids are well, crazy. Well, okay, so I was actually, I talked to um, <clears throat> some guy at the school, and um, I was just talking about, like, how some of the kids don't really know how to communicate a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that, like, a lot of the kids, like, because I am in class with, like, some sophomores and shit. Yeah. Some of them didn't even, like, finish out high school in person. Oh yeah, which I didn't really put together. Yeah, um, you can do it for athletics. That's the only reason I would think of. But like, yeah, I mean, but that's like a yeah. caveat. But um, it's interesting to see, and it's like a just a weird concept to think of. Like, From if we COVID. like for two years, yeah, like junior year and senior year of high school, we did like just were like at the house. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. think that whole COVID thing had a huge. Oh, like, I'm sorry, I wasn't connecting the two in my head until he said that. But like, of two years at home and oh uh, yeah, yeah, just not okay. Yeah, I um, I had like my first time out after COVID. I definitely had like a shock to like be around people. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. It was like yeah, oh, it was crazy. fucking weird to be around people. It was weird. It was like the most people I was around for like yeah. literally the whole year. And Shorty walked straight up to me. He's trying to talk to me, and I'm like. We're going to have to put a pause <laughs> I, I left the whole club. I need to I play Fortnite. <laughs> I would have much preferred to be at home play, in the crib playing games. I had, honestly, I, I had the total opposite circumstances coming out of COVID. I felt so socialized at that point. Um, it was the people that I was around. I was out in Columbus. Again, the ex that I had, uh, excuse me, ex-girlfriend that I had gone to Yosemite with and done that hike with. We were out in Columbus together, and it was just us two stuck in that quarantine. Mm-hmm. And like everybody else, I feel like I had to go through. And I remember the divorce rate had like shot through the roof. Yeah, we couldn't fathom how that had happened because yeah. we had felt like we had amazing communication. Everybody in the crib. Had, it just had flowed for us. Um, and I mean, when we started to get to be around friends, because you know they went out of the lockdowns and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was just refreshing to see more people and talk to more people that were already kind of similar in the way that we were and thinking like, oh, COVID really wasn't terrible for socialization. I thought it was kind of a good thing. I got to know my person a little bit more. Or, I mean, if it was a small group and you were still able to work, I, like I was doing irrigation at the time. Mm. 
Um, so we were still allowed to work outside. I was uh, with my uncle, uh, Davy Jones. Shout out. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. Love you guys out there in Columbus. Everybody else. Davy Jones. This is the nickname I have for him. Uh, I've got in technically cousins, but uncle. Uh, Dave, Doug, and Sue, and my K1, Kathy, everybody else out there, Henry, love y'all. Um, yeah, being outside and getting to still, like, see homeowners and stuff like that, I feel like I still had the ability to socialize, so it wasn't, it wasn't as weird, but I definitely could understand for people how it could have been weird coming out and just <laughs> seeing other people trying to, I remember seeing all the memes about, like, first interactions with the opposite sex. <laughs> and like how the dating game would go and it'd yeah. be like COVID was terrible let's fuck yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> excuse my language but this is just so funny to see those COVID was elite that was as lit as it ever was Stimmies. that was better than college <laughs> Stimmies were crazy yeah and unemployment yeah Stimmies cool every too. week money back Joe chilling playing games yeah. thank you Joe <laughs> Whoever did it, whichever one of them did it. Thank well, you. we got first it was Trump Donald Lump Sum, yeah. Donald, Donald Trump, Donald Lump Sum, Trump. Trump. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> we had money, money back, Joe. Stimmy <laughs> Joe. <laughs> oh, that folks. was good stuff. That was cool. Was in the crib. Being an alcoholic was normal. Liquor stores <laughs> are still open. <laughs> we probably were drinking the most that we ever drank since like the Great Depression. <laughs> like probably very close. I remember stuff was flying off the shelves. It was so hard to find any toilet paper. Okay, not just alcohol stuff, but toilet paper was the most yeah. impossible thing to get. Yeah. That and hand sanitizer. I'm, I'm I bet a bunch of that's probably you know what's the my tushy. That's yep. probably what my uh, my tushy took blew off. Yeah. yeah. So many businesses blew up like that, but we you know one. I just want to say one fact: people in the Great Depression. All individual adults were drinking around a gallon and a half of a liquor. Year? A year? A month? A what? A week. You know how much liquor that is? A gallon? Yeah. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of liquor. Like, you're, that means you're waking up, yeah, slogging yeah. one, like, or even in, then, like. You're darting every day. Yeah, every day, drunk, so. Grandma and grandpa can't tell me shit, then. No. Ridiculous. <laughs> He's over there chugging stuff, and you're going to tell me about this one joint I just had? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, oh, folks. Then you said something interesting. Like, what'd you say? About what? The last thing you said before I said that. You said something interesting. Um, I have no idea. Remember? Um, talking before about. You said, you said something about toilet paper. Oh, uh, my tushy. My what? tushy. Yeah. yeah. What was that? It's a bidet, but it's like a company that was like producing like cheaper bidets. Oh. And like you can get one for like seventy bucks or like eighty bucks. Dude, people yeah. actually use bidets. They do. Yeah, they do. They do, bro. Use I'd use one too. We were talking about that when we first moved in. <laughs> we got wet wipes nowadays. I don't know if yeah. that's like yeah, but like comp- well, Z's all about it because of sustainability. Like yeah, whatever, just fucking that, run. What do you mean by that? Not using paper or any sort of paper okay. product. Fair, fair compromise. Um, we're using water. That's still another source, though. Maybe yeah, not but it's recycled. A, yeah, true. Um. Is it recycled or toilet water? Water, yeah. Uh, okay. We'll keep should we keep it running? Let's take a pause. We can take a pause. Okay, we'll pause. We back. We back. We're back. Mm-hmm. In fact. 
Um, I kind of want to talk about um, there's in my class. Oh, this is interesting. Finally. There's um going to be mock interviews mm-hmm. done by an artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not terrified. Because mm-hmm. fuck, whatever, it's an AI. Yeah. But it is like very, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's, I think he said it's not going to be verbal. Mm. So it might just be like a text interview. Which is They're like literally strange. testing something on you guys. Like, yeah, something that we'll probably see in the yeah. next like, six months is this tool most likely. I wonder if it's gonna like make me more hireable if I'm, you know, if I like get versed in like getting interviewed by an AI. That's an interesting part. Like yeah. the, the people who will overwhelmingly get affected are middle management. Those are the first people who are gonna get affected. So yeah. people who will be doing hiring. Explain mm. to us, dumb folk, what an AI is and what exactly this is meaning. Z's probably better at that. It pretty much like, I'm sure, I don't know how they made this model, but they probably used it to like, they probably recorded a bunch of interviews and then has like notes or like things that it knows to hit on and things to ask to get to whatever type of person that they're looking for. But they probably already modeled it with actual middle management people so you think this is the future of like hiring processes like potentially more than likely it is that's scary yeah but so ai itself is just like what like siri is you know like, it has like a database of information and it like knows how to answer questions and it knows how to like solve things yeah. do we feel like that's fair do we feel like that's going to connect with human like emotion and doesn't matter so yeah really and this is something about. that that question literally is a place where like <laughs> i guess mike Myself and Mike's teacher are on opposite sides of where they don't want you to use the AI in the process, but it's something that you're going to have to face. Yeah. So, like, even if it's not going to be connected well with human, with, like, day-to-day people, yeah. it's something that we're going to have to learn to figure yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, the anyway. only reason I think, because they're probably going to have a class, like, next semester they're going to have a class on chat GBT pretty much, probably. More than likely. Like, yeah. But since it's kind of compromising the integrity of the business writing class itself and, like, yeah. what it has been for years, yeah. like, that's why she has to kind of be like, well, like, this is actually not what you're supposed to be doing in this class and it's, like, not right. And, like, there's, like, human – there's a humanness to writing and communicating, which there is. Mm. But, yeah, it might become outdated. But I still, like – it still is a skill. Mm. And it's still something that should be fostered mm. if you're like entering the business world. Mm. We hope it's just changing a lot. Yeah, mm. really quickly too. And what's so different about these models too is like they take in way more information than Siri. Um, what she's right now is like with ChatGPT, like they pretty much fed it the internet or like yeah. fed it like a lot of the internet. No, 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 no. Literally. So I think <laughs> I forget where where it was but they have to pay people like seven dollars an hour to just make sure this thing isn't like representing like the shitty part of the internet yeah. in its model so seven like, an hour that's whack that sounds yeah. like a miserable fucking job exactly so it's like damn near is it in goal. china it's somewhere over it's somewhere over there like east yeah. like 
it's in the eastern part of the world where like these people are getting paid seven dollars an hour to make sure that like the model isn't horrible or like because there are some sh- real shitty parts of the internet so but we'll see i'm i'm curious about it like and i know you had to write an email too yeah and i, well, I mean, was yeah, like yeah. use chat gpt <laughs> yeah that's like, funny but yeah on the first day of class they were like don't use chat gpt like so i can't really do that but I'm going to report back once that clash, once I do the mock interview with the AI. Yeah, I'm interested to see, in, interested to see how that pans out. Yeah. yeah. It is what, cool. like, the criteria really will become. Mm. <laughs> you ever think about, like... Just say, like, one wrong thing. Like, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just this big buzzer goes off. Get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> uh, it's going to take over a lot of things. Like, I'm curious where, like... We're gonna do elevator pitches too. Fuck that shit. To the AI. But that's a good. Uh, it's a good practice too. Why to can't see, you just do I should have known the, the shit. Why can't you just do it to the teacher? Like. No, no, no. We're gonna. The I elevator pitch that. is gonna that's be with tough. the person. Oh, it yeah. is tough. It's like one of the hardest forms of communication. Yeah. Bro, I bla- like. I don't. A ten second message. I don't yeah. black out, but I pretty like I zone out pretty hard on elevators. Like what? Like it's not that I zone out. It's just if even if I were to have that person in front of me that like I'm supposed to be giving this pitch yeah. to, if it is like me selling myself in a way, I guess that's how I relate it to like mm. modeling or something. Yeah. I ran a marathon. My GPA I'm is still not blah, 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 blah. I went to this school. I. Yeah. <laughs> it's like writing a cover letter that has one sentence. Yeah. And it has to be the most perfect sentence. I still haven't written a cover letter. Have you? No, hey? never. Have you? Uh, I've had to. Yeah. But it's not like my forte. I wouldn't go that. Um, I thought a resume was enough to whack. When they start doing cover letters, so resume, cover letters. What now we get, hey, we get interview one, interview two, interview three. Like yeah. what? Where you don't get paid. Like yeah, I'm just wasting my time coming out to this place, yeah. Yeah. sitting with the same person. And the first set of questions was just to see am I a dumb dumb or can I actually get through the base? Yeah. And the thing about business shit too is like you'll okay write a cover letter, get a resume, get some internship experience, get a job. <laughs> Then, like, basically your pay, your salary is kind of, like, has a ceiling based upon, like, what certifi- like certifications you have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. if, like, you get, like, a Series 7 for whatever. I forget what it is actually for. I think it's for trading. Mm-hmm. But, like, then, like, your pay, like, ceiling goes up a bit because you're, like, proven that you took this test and you're, like, well-versed in this material. Mm-hmm. There's also this, uh, I think it's called the FRM. It's a... Uh, some risk management certificate and that's like another thing like in risk management that you like your pay ceilings kind of limited by like what cert certifications you have uh it's all just a business i know somebody who's going who's like been in his industry for a few years now and he's like upset that they won't give him a pay raise yeah and it's a. Uh, it was something that I was literally like on for a while about like giving people like labels and stuff. And then I saw it apply to him where it was like he like if your job is never going to give you like an internal raise or like it's very unlikely because yeah. you get some form of label and then it's like that label just sticks with you. And that could be in like anything. Like Once you get labeled to something, it's like, All right, I'm just I just have that label and it's like hard to get it off. So it's like, yo, they're not going to give you no promotion because they're like, you're just a guy who lays down this. Or like, you're just a guy who builds bricks. Like, it's like, hey, I can do more than that. It's like, no. I feel like, I mean, from personal circumstances that I'm dealing with at the moment, actually, it's like, 
a personality and how big or small your personality can also affect that. Yeah. So that could be the label that you get. Like your personality could be that. Like you're somebody that's a quiet person in the room of like, you know, maybe you're not as assertive or as aggressive in things that you should be because you do have those capabilities. Then you're selling yourself short or somebody who I feel like is myself. I have a big personality that comes in the room, but and sometimes mislabeled in my opinion as like a distraction or this or that Mm -hmm. and then um, people make these assumptions that i don't have the capability just because you see this oh he has a very comedic side to Mm -hmm. to his personality it's like i i have a serious side and i know when to get down and when it's just you know not the time for that or the place for that and i just i don't know yeah it's so hard to get away from too people just like label you as a so that's been like my thing for the week. Try not to label people or like not to think like expect things from people. Assumptions, well, man. Sucks. Yeah. Assumptions are the biggest thing I've had to try to drive myself away from. Four agreements. Yeah. Four agreements. Exactly. Back again. <laughs> but assumptions are just uh, it's the wrong way to communicate. If you have a question about something on one end, then you should just be able to ask that. And if you're you know, unsure about something you're within yourself. And again, just go back to asking a question. Don't make the assumption that, you know, mm. oh, whatever's in my mind is right. Yeah. People, sh- people should always ask questions. We've talked about this, too. Mm. But That's what I'm saying. I just remember one time at Uno's when I worked there for a week, some guy told me I was asking too many questions. And I was <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? I've been here a week. Like, yeah. you want me to, like, know what I'm doing? You want that. me to just, like, guess? Like, how are you asking so many questions? How is that even possible? Should I just pretend like I know what I'm doing and fuck up? Or yeah. should I, like, make sure I know what I'm doing and doing it correctly? Like, like that happens a lot in the so dating funny, like, This is a, something that I recently was thinking about. Like, I think, like, we, like, as I'll sp- I can't speak for myself, but, like, from the observation of, like, people, I really do feel as if, like, we under communicate so much yes and we don't realize how important communication is interpersonal communication yeah like just being able to talk like some people like and that's why like some of the most like some of the businesses that make the most money are people who just communicate like engineers are sales jobs sales jobs are huge if you can actually sell something people don't get it like the more of your time it's just you being able to communicate and like talk to people and get people on the same page those jobs pay the most money and it's so weird like how like we communicate probably like 10% of what's necessary to actually be communicated and it's like just commu- over communication it should be it should bad. be the other way around i feel like 90% of the, of the communication we give off is nonverbal to begin with that 10% that we are doing is something yeah, where exactly but some people it's so variable cuz i'm not going to pick up on yeah. All that, like, I'm not gonna be able to pick up on all like your nonverbal cues, or like, and then that's part of it. You may think that's reading reading the room. It is, but you can't. So even like, even that is the case, right? There's so much information that just from you trying to like decode it to me by like giving me that verbal cue, and then me like taking in that like nonverbal cue, and then like understanding it, and then creating my own. There's so much room for like miscommunication because neither exactly. It is such like a catch twenty two. I have to fill it in. I have to fill in the gaps. So some people are really good at that through like doing it so often, but exactly the majority of people just aren't. So I know it's like difficult and it's like hard to ask, but there's so many issues that we have in our society where like if people were communicating more or over communicating things, like 
You seen that video of like? Let's see where you're coming from. There's like sure. trucks. There's trucks driving, and they're both filled with logs, and they're driving on like an empty highway, and they both drive by each other, and it's like, where were you coming from, and where were you coming from? Because if you guys are delivering the same <laughs> thing, but you're driving away from each other in traffic, then it's like. Probably more efficiently, y'all should have been going to each other's destinations. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I should have probably been delivering to where you're supposed to go. Right. And you should probably be delivering where I'm supposed to go. But there's so many, like, steps to get that information out yeah. that likely wasn't even transferred. So, yeah, a lot of money lost and a lot of time wasted. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. That's like you can get to the answer faster by just communicating. Nonverbals are essential, and that's why I mean ninety percent. Like I said, ninety percent of it I feel like in life is nonverbals, but it is important to, to take the time to use that ten percent well, mm-hmm. especially in those terms or circumstances where it could be detrimental or it could you know ruin a relationship, a friendship, something like that. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to talk things out uh, and stop trying to have people read your minds. Yeah, even say things that they don't want to hear. Like, yeah. you're not going to like this. It's going to hurt, but at the end of the day, you got to be able to you gotta get through that. Y'all think it's better to, like, mint? Because I think that we should be way harder on expectations of communication. Like, people should be communicating, like, even stupid stuff. Like, all right, like, that was annoying. Like, I don't know why you just said that, but yeah. that's better than, like, not communicating. I feel like there's so many things that, like, just go unsaid. Yeah. For sure. I feel like at the, well, at the restaurant, especially Mm -hmm. on the bar, you have to just, like, communicate perfectly Mm -hmm. in order to be efficient and, like, get things done. Like, oh, I need a chatter for there, 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 and there. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. Go get it. And, like, that saves so much time. In a sense. <laughs> How much time we waste the servers on the opposite side? <laughs> yeah. I waste a ton of time on the floor. Because then it's too, like, or you'll choose who you communicate with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all right, like, I need something. I'm going to communicate with, like, these few people. But, like, I'm not going to be communicating with, like, that guy I don't really like or, like, that new guy yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like, you, communi- you should be communicating, like, in an ideal world, like, with everyone. Mr. Tibbity Bobbity. <laughs> Prime example. I try to communicate with him. <laughs> right, no good. Granted, okay. He just doesn't first, speak English. He's not English, which yeah. is understandable. He um, tries his best. Yeah, he tries his best, but it always comes out as like squibbered tentacles trying to scream at me. That <laughs> 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 I have no idea what he's mad about. Like, He uh he tries to talk to me so much. He's a nice guy. I gave him a back brace. Because like, cause he's got... I'd give him a couple lobster rolls and he'll just look really? at me. Yeah, he'll uh, just smile. Bro, yeah, bring him my way. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. I haven't had a lobster roll in a minute. I got y'all. You've been on the podcast <laughs> twice. We haven't seen any lobster rolls. I'm like, don't worry. I'm delivering the goods next time I go. I do cold. So I, I'm glad you don't like cold now, bro, because fucking send them my way. Yeah. Had to send one. I like them all types of ways. Yeah. I had too many lobster rolls, honestly. We should. I'll warm with butter and you put a little I'll bit of mayo on it. Yeah. yeah. That's the real That's way. Yeah. You can do the lemon mayo, too. It's not bad. Yeah, lemon mayo. I don't want regular mayo. Yeah. Fuck like that shit. Mayo. I might be white, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want regu- yeah, regular right, ass right, mayo right, on right, my lobster. <laughs> 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 
We should all go to Maine too. Go back to that place with the flights. That shit was so good. I want to try that ever since Maine you posted. Maine was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm just finding out I have my license can work in Maine. So that's oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, your take, real like, estate license? Of, yeah, I'd have to take like I would the 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 class would be waived, so I don't have to pay to take the exam, and then I just have to pass the Maine exam. Is it hard? The exam. So, they'd have, like, some different things, like, some, like, specific things about laws. Like, oh, if you buy land here, like, they have different protections. So, like, if, like, oh, you buy land, it'd be weird stuff. Oh, if you buy land on the edge of water and it's a navigable river and you can only pass through half of the land, like, do you own all of the land up to the up to the water or do you own, like, more than that? It'd be, like, weird stuff. Like, yeah. Stuff that's, like, not applicable. Technicality shit. So, yeah. Stuff that's, like, not... Stuff that it's only specific to an area that you're living in. Otherwise, exactly. it'd be like, how am I supposed to know that living in the city? Exactly. I don't know the country life. Exactly. Mm. So, like, my my license directly works in, like, Rhode Island, where it's, like, Rhode Island and Massachusetts are, like, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So, um, I don't have to get, like, a new license. Not there. New York. New York's different. New York. It's a jungle. I think I, think I got to take an exam for New York, too. Yeah. Um, I think because it's the city. Yeah. Like, it would also encompass the city. Yeah. Um, but state, I think, is real similar. There's like a whole list. There's like 11 states that I can go to, like, and just direct them. What's the goal with real estate? Getting your license and everything. For me? I mean, it might, say, uh, it might be a dumb question, but. Um, some specific, specific types of properties that you want to be. Yeah. So, like, long term goal, I want to build, like, a sustainable property um, or, like, a different style. Like,. I've had like really like I had one interesting idea that was like sustainable as in like the places that are built out of recycle stuff or sustainable just in terms of like it's bringing in income to yourself. So like in or something else. So like I don't know if you ever heard it. It's called like a uh, I forget the name of it, but like the type of home would be like something where it'd be batteries, uh, solar panels, Earth and home or what? What is it called? Yeah, like an Earth dome. You know, you seen like an yeah, Earth something. How? I don't it's know. like a, no, yeah. it's an Earth something. Like it's like an Earth something. Yeah, like an Earth home or something Mothership? like that. Mothership? Uh, no, home. Earthship. Earthship. It's called an Earthship. <laughs> something Earthship. like that. It's called yeah. an Earthship. Um, where they just mainly use renewables. They're in like rural areas. Yeah. Um, so I would do like my take on an Earth home, where like you'd have a base. That is like has a lot of windows and it would be above ground. Yeah, I like those below ground too. So then listen to this. So the living space is above ground, where like the kitchen, living room, all that stuff above ground, and then off of each, like there's shoots that go off of the living room that go to bedrooms that are below ground, and they would use. So there's like a light tunnel. That like can take direct sunlight and then push that into the, like the middle of the bedroom. This is a patent LLC idea, by the way, so no yeah. one take that. <laughs> yeah, so for me, I'm like, yo, nobody can take that. Is like, I got this idea, but I can't like do it. Yeah. So if somebody who's listening to this like, you got the funds, idea, man. Yeah, and you have the money, like at least I give them a little one percent, two percent, three percent royalty on what you're making. I want people to go do these things because like that just helps everyone. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, and then like the light would be funneled into the bedrooms so, like during the daytime. You'd get a lot of natural light, and then that night, like, none. So, we're like, less. I like it. Um, yeah, so that's, like, one of the things I've had. So, things like that, or even, like, a solar farm to an extent. But, yeah, sustainable housing would be, like, my long-term goal. As someone who cares for the environment, I appreciate that. Definitely uh, 
Definitely need to do more research on it myself. I think a lot of people like, well, to me, I believe that more people want to be interested in it. I got some people who like comment under my videos and stuff. Yeah. Like, Talking about po- the possibility, like any little thing that can help save time for future generations and stuff like that. Because yeah. I mean, of course, we're calculating stuff that it's it's unknown still to us. When yeah. when is Earth gonna really destroy itself or be destroyed, whatever it may be? It's something that I can fit, like personally like help or like personally control. Then that's something I want to do. Not just take the money, so. Yeah. Damn capitalistic environments. I know. Like you have to get it. Like that's the only way to force anybody to do anything. Either capitalism like, or I don't know. Yeah. There isn't much other. Not many people are just gonna go out and want to change their lives. You know what I mean? You gotta give them like a compelling reason, and then make it like very, as seamless as you can. Yeah. People are just like complain. I don't want an electric stove. Like <laughs> why not? They're like, because it cooks faster. And I'm like, so could we not make it like more efficient? Just turn the heat down a little bit. Like, there's yeah, ways, right. there's answers to these questions. Like, just because you don't have the answer to the question doesn't mean it's impossible. Like, mm-hmm. just because you don't know. People always say it's like impossible, change. or yeah. at least some people do say. So, I mean, I don't know. Nowadays, I haven't really waved anything as impossible <laughs> past me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone tells me that they did something crazy, I might be like, really? You never know. You really don't know. Like, I remember things, literally in my lifetime, I've seen so many things they said were impossible. Now, like, they're yeah. literally here, and it's like, oh, well, like, maybe the possible, the Im- as corny as it is, the impossible can be possible. Like, there's some, there's going to be an answer. Like, what would it take? That's the question I like. People yeah. say it's impossible. I like, what does it, what would it take? How, what would it, what would need to happen to make that thing happen? Is yeah. there any technological advancement that has not come out or wait, maybe like a TV show or something has said was going to come that you're still waiting on? For me, it's been a flying car. Like being yeah. able to actually have a flying car would be kind of dope. Even if it's yeah. just one of them little hover kind of ones, it's, yeah. it comes off the ground probably about two, three feet, whatever. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. I, I believe we have. It'd be kind of like cool, but it wouldn't be like public. It wouldn't make sense yeah. for like they would need to build like a whole like air infrastructure for it to like be practical. Like we just don't want to do the highways in the air and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because like, we already got the shit it. going. Yeah, there's a lot of space though in air. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can move in any direction. Like I remember, you know, you've either I've seen Futurama, but like they'll have like ships that will be like in traffic. Like, yeah. they'll have, like, spaceships in traffic. Cause yeah. Like, yeah. going to take this straight line. But yeah. it's, like, it's space. Or, like, it's in <laughs> air. You move in any direction. Like, <laughs> how would they really regulate it? Would it be, like, Futurama? Or would it just be something, again, where it's free space? But that would also bring the dangers of... Like, air traffic control. Yeah, someone just teeing me out of nowhere. So, I think, gonna <laughs> I think we're going to have something... I think we're going to have something back. That. I think we'll have a... Uh, it's like, going to take a lot of time, though. Or I not think. air... I don't think we're going to have... Because the hover ships... How many like, generations? I don't think that's happening. But I think that we'll have uh, drone drone ships or like drone cars. Oh yeah. Where like it'll be like like they'll probably be they it's literally called like eVTOLs, like electric vehicle, electric vertical takeoff and landing, where like the thing can just literally like it goes off the ground and then just goes. So like that is soon. Like there's companies who are doing that right now. Like w- that should be like in the next like. You think by the time we're in our like forties, fifties, we'll see some of this stuff? Yeah, probably in the next like ten what? to fifteen, we'll be yeah. like consistently where people are fl- taking these vehicles. Like they'll they'll likely be short distance flights like from Boston to New York, like in in these vehicles, where you can get like an air taxi. Dude, I'll be f- I'll be I just thought about that. I'll be forty three in fifteen years. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. 
that's the, I'm still happy I'm gonna be able to even do these things. Like by yeah. that point, we should like people should be taking rockets like commercially. I feel like it's gonna cost them. It's gotta cost a boatload to begin with. It could like so people do say that. I don't think we there's a path for it to be cheaper where like it's kind of like a train. I feel yeah. I feel like you're gonna have to have multiple people. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of people and it's gonna be other things. So like it also is gonna bring up like tourism or like businesses where like first 10, 15 years is gonna be I think exclusively to the one percent maybe five. Yeah, I think years. I think yeah it'd probably be about like five. Five to ten. Five be, to ten. But and we're, probably, probably we're in that right now, to that five We're living in it right yeah. now, though. So like we got Jeff Bezos. Exactly. Bezos? So, like, Bezos did Bezos, it. Bezos, thing. Like, so, like, but in the next five years, it's going to get, like, significantly cheaper. 2030, I think it'll really start to plummet. But, like, yeah, if you can also, if I have a business where, like, all right, like, I need to send, I, I own a business in Thailand. Like, I need to send, like, 5,000 pallets of, like, jelly beans to thailand yeah that's also gonna be on your flight so it's not gonna be just jelly beans yeah (laughs) so it won't be just like only people flying it'll be like oh it's also delivering like millions of dollars of worth of other materials jelly beans yeah jelly beans (laughs) like chock full of jelly beans (laughs) and then like 10 people which will like bring down the cost of the flight so i feel that i'm all about it i won't be the first couple of people though but fuck no I'm not. But it, that'll also like create jobs, and that will like kind of boost the economy. I think the world way. economy, yeah. Because like rich people, they're gonna be taking money out of that, and like should be coming back around to like people working for the company. Exactly. Um, exactly. Then you may have other businesses like SpaceX is gonna be the first ones for a long time, but then another company is gonna come up, maybe a Chinese company, that's gonna do the same thing. Yeah. But SpaceX is on something else. I think they put like. What is SpaceX? The United it's, States? Yeah, it's a U.S. A company, U.S.-based company. But I think like... Musk. Do we feel like the U.S. will try to somehow monopolize it? They should, but they're not right now, which is so yeah. stupid. I don't really get it. Like, I would hope not. I would want them to monopolize it because like our nation, that's a huge boost for our like nation's economy. Put more money into this so that like more people can go work for SpaceX. And then like yeah. that will be our new moat. Like we use like... We used to build things and we used to have other countries buy those things from us. But now it's like we just outsource everything and let other countries build it for us. So it's cheaper. And then we just become consumers. We got a whole generation. Nobody wants to be an engineer no more. Nobody wants to be a mathematician no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what our influencer economy is based on like our luxury. True. I'll so be like, a YouTuber. Yeah, I want to be a YouTuber. All kids, that's what they want to be. They don't want to be like... <laughs> I had that dream. They don't want to do STEM. <laughs> like, I do too. I had that dream for about yeah. six months to a year. And then well, it'd be dope. I still would like it. Is, don't get me wrong. Yeah, streaming would be sick. I just didn't like, know what exactly I wanted to do, and there were so many different things that I felt like I could do. But I'm the, I'm the type that, you know, I got a little overwhelmed with all of that and being yeah. like, well, I want to try this, this, and this, instead of just picking one and being like, you know, if I suck, I suck. If I'm good, I'm good. I'm going to stick with it. The consistency is what's going to help me grow. Because, I think even like you, you know, your own, well, this is just my opinion on the whole like creator economy. Shoot. But I think like, Every, I think the individuality, like, is what is people want to see. So, like, my content is mad random stuff. Like, sometimes I'll do SpaceX stuff. Sometimes I'll do electric cars. Sometimes I'll walk my dogs. Like, sometimes I'll just chat about being consistent. Like, 
just things that I find interesting. And then hopefully like organically people can be like, all right, this guy talks about all of these things. Like that's just stuff. It's not that necessarily that I, I wasn't doing that. It was more so I was trying to dive into every type of like vlogging mixed with like prank skits, stuff yeah. like that. Which is you mm-hmm. though. Like it's, it's, it's me. It's just a little bit so, too broad for some, for a channel. But that's not, so that's the thing that that's where my, just I, me dolo. I thought. Yeah. That's what I also find like disagreement in and with like, for sure. Like, so if you got somebody who, so a lot of people think like, all right, like to get like really good, you have to focus on one. This is something like to think about building a pyramid, right? Like a lot of people are like, all right, to build like the best pyramid, which would be like your business is like, you just focus on one thing, which works for a lot of people. And then you build up really high and then you branch out from there. But another way to do it and to also to create that, like, cause you're creating like at the point at the top, of the pyramid is you creating something that's organic and like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, individual, something that's like, well, let me say this. I tried it. What, what I mean by it is I tried every different thing and there were some that stuck out more than others in terms of like, if I did a skit versus a vlog, vlogs wouldn't be as popular as a skit or a prank or something that I did would be that. So it was always having the question show. What I really wanted to jump into is vlogs, but everybody wants to see this. Do you go with what everybody wants to see, or do you go with what you are and what you feel? Yeah, and I then think I would just yeah. bounce back and forth too much. It became overwhelming. Yeah, it is I overwhelming. Doing it for a while. And I think, and I'm not, a, when I'm talking about this, yeah. I'm not speaking about you or like no, how no, no, you no, no, I know, about I know. it. I'm saying just how like a lot of people go about it and think that it's one way when the majority of the time it's another. Where yeah. like they think, all right, well. I have to do like skit comedy, and then once I, knew I do I a could bunch be of skit myself. comedy, I knew people I could be like individual, but because then you could create like a like an interesting channel, but then those people are stuck like doing that thing. Like I know one time a dude like he got really famous on not speaking, yeah, and that was his whole channel. Mukbangs nowadays on YouTube are like one <laughs> of the biggest things. Yeah, Just people sitting there going, yeah, crazy with food. So then, but then like they're like. The guy starts talking, and then they're like, oh, this guy talks now? Like, I did not follow this guy for, to hear him talk, like, to hear him speak, where it's like, he wanted to do, like, many other things, but his channel has got to the point where it's like, you only do that one thing. Yeah. So it's like, you yourself are the niche. Like, I still to this day don't know how Mr. B- like, I, it's not saying, like, a shot at him, yeah. but I don't know how Mr. Beast got famous and, like, what his upcoming first videos were really about. Like, I, I don't really watch him. This, like, so I just don't know what he did. Nobody remembers now this. He gives away hella money in cars and stuff. So yeah. Kudos. Nobody remembers, but he did a video where he just counted to like a hundred million. Yeah. And I'm like, does anybody else remember that? They're like, no. I'm like, yeah, I literally remember sitting. It was like, I was in high school at the time. So this was like nine, 10 years ago. And mm-hmm. dude's like, just to see like how long it would take or some dumb exactly. shit. Exactly. But people like, literally <laughs> watched it and they're like, yo, is he still counting? And I remember being like, yo, this guy's still counting to a hundred million. I'd have, to, I'd have to slow it down eventually at like, I don't even know, probably a couple hundred thousand. Uh, My brain yeah. would be like, uh, wait, was that 101 and fourth? Yeah. <laughs> like, it would take forever towards the end because, like, think about like 100. Yeah. It literally takes like 10 seconds just to just get to say one that one, one yeah. number out. Like, yeah. Which was interesting, and that's how he, he it worked. I don't feel like wasting like two days just to get all these numbers out. Yeah. I feel like he did. Take, he did. And it, and got, it worked. Yeah, how long? probably <laughs> got like a million views. Like, uh, all that dumb stuff. Like, yeah, more power to him. And the thing is, is like, is that the same thing as him doing like a, uh, a giveaway? 
a giveaway or him doing like, I'm going to spend three months in Antarctica or like, oh, I'm going to do a travel all over the world. Like these are all different things. But like Mr. Beast has like created his own niche. Like I do all this weird shit and do giveaways. Like I used to watch some of the personalities. Pretty Boy Fredo would be one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Binging with Babish. He does a lot of uh, just culinary wild dishes that you'll see like pretty patties from spongebob yeah. or something from game of thrones like he'll make those and which i assume he's huge he should be yeah which i assume like he wasn't doing at first like oh this dude's channel is like completely different it was now. a lot like, s- it was a lot smaller at first but i mean his, for the people who are watching someone like me who was watching i i mean it just baffles you at how amazing someone can be it makes you really believe like all people are awesome there's a lot of people out there that are just awesome. exactly in their yeah. own thing so yeah. like I know some basketball. Like I, could, sometimes I take photos, like yeah. things like that. Like somebody will find interesting. Yeah, some 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 people Shoot will just me. find interesting. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, like you are your own niche. Like if you want to create, like you're your own niche. Yeah. Puppy producers having a little debate over here with Mike. Yeah, protect me, bear. Panda, you're bugging. Stop. Bear said that uh, everything's good. We're good over here. Yeah, thank you, Bear. Bear fucks with me now. Bear, this protectiveness. I like this. I need a dog. I'm just doing too much. I feel like I need a dog at some point. I need some some companionship. Yeah, you good, bro. No, dogs, fuck them. Dogs <laughs> in the house. They always, always had cats, ferrets, uh, turtles, all these other things. Yeah. Just dogs are the one things I've never really had. These dogs pooped like three days in a row, and then one of the All days they both pooped in oh front yeah. of my door. Most of them. <laughs> they just wanted to let you know you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I changed their food one time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stupid ass dogs. Agreed. Bears over here loving us. You want to do a couple would you rather's? Yeah, hit them. All right, would you rather kiss a make out with a guy for 10 minutes? Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> or, or have him blow I'm, you for I'm seven like, minutes. Or what? I watched it. That was from a, uh, a uh, some movie I was, like a clip I saw earlier. Yeah. And then one of the dudes like, well, I don't know. Like, having him blow you is cool, but like making out him for 10 minutes is so sensual. Like, what does he do for work? <laughs> <laughs> like, what does he do for work? Yeah. Like, right. bro, you're asking the wrong questions, man. Would you rather have a huge imagination or a photographic memory? Oh, that's a hard one. I'm going imagination. I'm going imagination because I can write it down. Yeah. Photograph. I photographic memory would be sick. Are you kidding me? You could do so many things. Yeah, but I. How so does it benefit you present tense rather than past, though? I feel like having a big imagination, I can still forward think. Yeah. That, also, for me once I just you could do that. a lot of analytical things that like sometimes a good memory like leads to just more suffering because you like remember all the bad shit too. Yeah, but and sometimes <laughs> I got a lot. We got trauma. <laughs> this is I don't know. There, there was like a study that like people with like great memories are just like miserable, miserable people. I have a. I really do feel that. I feel like I. For a couple reasons. Number one, just like we were talking about, everything that like you remember all the bad stuff from the past. Number two, sometimes I'm I sound like the boy who cried wolf kind of thing. I don't know to other people. It sounds like mm. I'm lying when I'm like I can visually see exactly that because it was either positively 
or negatively traumatic to my life. In That's a way. what I find interesting about <laughs> it, like that those people can be like, you're feel lying that way, or like, feel that like, so they feel worse when like it feels like a perspective thing to me. Like if your memory is so great that it's like, oh, I feel tor- I don't feel great because I just remember all the like horrible things. Like you should be able to remember all the good things too. It is hard. It's hard to remember all the good things because those traumatic things just like, I don't know, especially if you're someone who suffers from depression. And people uh, do naturally just remember like yeah, the bad things that happen to like them. That. Like they'll, they'll remember the place they give a bad review yeah. and they won't remember like, oh, I love that place actually. I love getting food there. I just remember like oh, I had a sh- horrible time at this one place. Um, food does resonate. It doesn't resonate as well in my mind. It's more interactions with people, I'd say, or if I have to have some type of memorization mm. or something. That's the kind of photographic stuff that pops This is up. like, would you say, because this is just my opinion, I think that I'd be able to figure out, like, the five, like, worst interactions I've had with people quicker than I could find, like, the five best interactions I've had with people. For sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going photographic memory, though. All right. That's fair. Uh, this is a weird one. Uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know who wrote this one. Is it vulgar weird or, or you know, just ask it? All right. Uh, <laughs> would you rather live in a country where you could speak the language fluently or would you rather be able to teleport? <laughs> what? Teleport, bro. I'm already doing that. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm just going to say teleport. Teleport, easy. Yeah. Teleport is like one of my like top three yeah. things. Superpower like, kind of things. You wish. Yeah. Are you kidding me? My life would be so easy as a real estate agent. I'd be doing like a thousand shows a day. You'd be so much more efficient. Yeah. And you could just. What about like telekinesis? What moving shit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. If I knew somebody who could teleport, that would piss me off so much. <laughs> Bro, because you just be teleporting like at somebody's door. Dude, dude yo, what's up? <laughs> like. Where's my like, so I'm, about to go take, I'm about to go walk to the bathroom. If I could be like the Flash, I'd do that. So if I could b- pretty much just sprint over water, rather. Than, I mean, tele- don't get me wrong, teleporting would be cool. Just make, I feel like there's got to be some sort of danger on the opposite end of that. There's got to be a give and take to something that's a superpower. Yeah, like I'd say, like you have to have like a clear vision or like yeah. teleport and that's a scary part. In something. <laughs> what if I get distracted? I got ADHD, <laughs> so I got to be the Flash and just. Was that weird? Like yeah. duality there well, though, like live in a country and like be able to the speak the language you, yeah. versus. I, must, I would say it has to be any country. You can go to yeah. any country because teleporting is too broken. That's too like, that's too cool. I, I do think they meant they meant to say like every country. No, every country's language kind of thing. Or if you could just teleport, because then if you could teleport, you could keep trying to learn the languages as you go. I would, if it was every country, I think I would really give thought to just the language because that'd be lit okay here's a i think good one um would you rather never take the easy way out of anything ever again or stop procrastinating never take the easy way out or stop those are i have to think about that related yeah likewise um i'm gonna say stop procrastinating um me too. Having the ability to choose whether or not I take, oh, I don't want to say take the easy way out. Like <laughs> sometimes circumstances really just prevent something. So you're taking me uh, again, current situations going on in life, the job that I'm at, I feel underappreciated X, Y, Z. It's something where it's like, 
baseball. You can take the easy way out and quit, or you're this this hardworking thing that they're saying that'll get you to the next promotion is are you willing to do all that? But I mean, there's a fine line between, you know, feeling like there's something that I can be doing better and feeling like I'm not getting what I deserve at a certain point, you know? Yeah. I just feel like procrastinating's one of my my banes of existence. Yeah. So I feel like both of the, they're both like in your control. Yeah. What are you picking? Mm. Yeah, I have to pick procrastination. <laughs> Taking the easy way out is not. Yeah, I put procrastination. Procrastination is bad for me. Having a cho- I just rather have the choice. The procrastination is something where it's like I feel like everyone wants to get rid of that. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to procrastinate. Um, hit me. <laughs> All right, two more. Okay. Would you rather live in a world where there is no crime or no privacy? I say no crime. Mm-hmm. I believe the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> no privacy is tough. You have to have some kind of privacy. Because, I mean, there's certain activities, obviously, you can just chalk up to they need privacy at that point. So, I'm going to say, yeah, no crime. I what the world would look like with no privacy. Glass windows everywhere. <laughs> Nothing but glass windows everywhere. <laughs> you can see everything. Like, it would just be impossible. Oh, I can see someone getting robbed for... No, because there's like, no crime. Oh, wait. I like the idea of uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? well, you'd be able to find them real quick, no privacy. Yeah, yeah. I really do think of the idea of like if we had perfect communication with everyone, that'd be no privacy. Like, that perfect communication would be based on the idea that everyone thinks and feels and acts the same way, which is but an they wouldn't act. They that's wouldn't, one thing in life that's impossible. So they wouldn't. I so like I think that is the assumption, which is like. The normal assumption, but I also think that like people have to be willing. That's the other. You'd thing, also though. have, you'd like, still have like your individuality because you'd like the things that you like, and your perspective would have to be different because we'd still be individuals. It's just that like everyone. But I feel like again, everyone runs this race at their own pace. So for someone who's like a hothead and is not going to be able to stay calm in a in a situation where they're interpersonally communicating with someone else, then it's just not going to work. But if everyone's on the same page and able to do that, then yeah. But that, again, that goes back to everyone has to think, feel, and be on the same exact level and that same exact page. That's very hard to do. A lot of people need, I need, I need therapy. Everyone needs therapy at some point in their life. Because that's what I hope. I think that like. Over. You're going to go through way too much to be able to be on the same perfect page as everybody else. Because mm-hmm. I think um, that's like what we want. Like that's what. It is what everyone wants. But it's that's just like, like. That's what we're striving for. Like. Every day. That's like what technology is. Like technology is to help us to get be able as to close to perfection. Pass ideas as quickly and efficiently as possible. Yeah. Um I do feel like there is also like a gray area of um crap, I was literally just on the tip of my tongue. Mm. Yeah, I forgot. Give me a second on that one. Just people's, it had to do with just people's communication styles and what they're doing. Because my communication style will be different from yours, and like your perspective will be different from mine, but we will never be able to actually communicate 
the differences in those things to each other. Sorry. So if we could get a communication that is like as efficient as possible, that's pretty much as like my me beaming my thoughts to you and you beaming your thoughts to me. Like we'd have better understanding of each other. It's uh sorry, I meant to say not communication styles, but more so um people's forgiveness of other people's flaws. That means everybody has to accept everybody's flaws for what they are. That would be the fastest way to be able to get everyone to want to communicate. And that's what and I think that's what the whole like that's what the crux of it is. With doing. like but with us being able to like communicate from our brains. Hmm. And what were the two? So whatever one is most closely to that is the one I choose. Yeah, what was the would you rather? I think it was uh, no privacy or crime or crime. Still, so no, I probably I still say no, no privacy. Crime. I say no crime. Because I think there would probably be less crime if that was the case. Because you only do well, what crime. Is, does less crime entail that people are better communicating? So that's what know. I'm saying. So like, the only reason for you to go commit a crime is if like for some reason like things that you're trying to communicate as needs yeah. aren't being met by the people around you. So you're like, I have to go commit a crime because it's like I need this thing and I'm trying to communicate to people and it's just not working. Yeah. Even though like somebody like the same exact thing with like them driving the trucks in two different directions. It's like mm. somebody somewhere has the answer for you, but like we can't communicate to enough people and like, we can't get our thoughts out to enough people to get that thing. Selling weed and like that being decriminalized everywhere is a must just because what's, why can't we sell weed? Why can't there's so many regulations that already go around the places where it is legalized. And I don't know if it's a matter of people at whatever the top of all this stuff is creating these rules that people aren't going to agree with, but not being able to, have it be like a democracy. We'd probably we, have, we claim mm, a democracy, but yeah. it never really is a democracy. We'd probably have a lot choice. fewer laws if that was the case. If like yeah. we could all communicate with each other like directly. Oh, it would have been the Ten laws. Commandments. We don't need anything <laughs> else. You literally just follow those things and we'd be good. But Isn't that the whole reason why like <laughs> just, in, in, the, in the Bible, they literally, the God literally gave everyone all these different languages? Well, I like, I, like <laughs> I like what Joe Rogan says on one of his stand-ups. What does he, he say? He's talking about Thomas Jefferson if he were like to roll over in his grave and talk to yeah, us. He'd be yeah, like, yeah. you guys you didn't, didn't write any shit? new shit? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't put anything you didn't, in? You, I wrote that with a feather. Exactly. <laughs> Under candlelight. You didn't like, take nothing. My, my biggest thing is you didn't take nothing out? People, like, some people, of these laws are like 200 years old. We didn't take anything People out? didn't want to mm. adapt because, well, the scroll written by the forefathers, like, if you don't it's get so out of here stupid. with that, yeah, hundreds like, of years And ago. the thing is, is like, these people who created our government were all so radical. Like, <laughs> the oldest person in the room was uh, Washington. Washington was the oldest person in the room of the forefathers. He was How old 44. Were they? He was 44. And you... today, if you, if our, like, if our people, in, the highest people in power were that age, it'd be like, what? Like, the majority of Congress is like a young 70, president. 80, like, how old was Obama when he went into office? I think Obama was. He like wasn't 40, the youngest, but but he was young. Yeah. But like, still, like, we don't have guys who are thirty-five years old who was being the president. Kennedy? No. Kennedy was pretty that's young stupid. too. I'm not sure, but yeah, like it's something that's weird now. A lot of the people, I think Jefferson was like twenty-two. Like, damn. The Adams damn, were the like fuck? twenty-one. Like, my uh, <laughs> everybody else in the room was like in their twenties, like early twenties. Yeah. Jefferson and Washington's the old guy, forty-four. Everybody else was mad. You're someone related to Thomas Jefferson. That's crazy. You are? No, not me specifically. Yeah. Someone I knew was related. Yeah. Uh, Sally Hemings and 
Thomas Jefferson that was Sally Hemings was her fifth great grandmother, if I recall correctly. Damn. Yeah. Uh she was white? No, she's mixed. Uh she was black? Yeah. That's interesting. She's, she was a really uh, good mix of Polish and uh she getting down with only the reason I ask is because <laughs> black people usually have like she was very light skinned. She was very light skinned, but it, I mean, she she was with the roots. It's way Trust more me, difficult that, that, for black. Let me say this: she had the she's, she's the best cook as well that I've ever met. Probably the best cook I've ever met. Word. <laughs> Shout out to you, Carolyn. All right, I got like, one last one. All right. Uh, would you rather give up all technology, or give up all movies, books, and television? Television was kept. Wait, what? So, so give all, up all, all technology, yeah, or basically like any like art form, or Ooh. like keep all the arts. No, yeah, no, no. Keep, you gotta give keep up the arts. either one. Oh, uh, you either give up all movies, television, and books, or you give up all technology. Even as someone who wants to be an actor, like no, give it up. Give up all the movies. Give up that stuff. You, theater is ridiculous compared. So someone giving a live performance. When I got to go see the Music Man and see uh, Sutton Foster and. Mm. Uh, what's his name? Hugh Jackson? Hugh Jackman? Jackman. Hugh Jackman, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, when I got to see them right up in front of me, it was one of the most crazy experiences. And not only the fact that they remember all of their lines, but in that entire moment for like an hour and some change, they're keeping character the whole time and there's yeah. nothing. Like they can't mess up. Otherwise they get, they, I mean, they lose money doing that if they do mess or up. Or they mess up, big they fine. mess up in character. It's like, a and big, it's coming back. big fine if they mess up on stage. And for somebody who's in... Uh, film work, then it's like we can just be like cut and do it over. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass to whoever's doing all the editing and stuff. Wait, so what are you saying though? Yeah, Which one are you picking? Well, I would say I, I'm saying give up all the movies and all that stuff because but the art. I works. think I that feel like theater has to be a part of that now, of more art than it I'm would thinking. Be. It's more like that would be included with the movies with the and the, yeah, because I'm sort of seeing it as like technology versus like art or like you know. What Reread I mean? that one more time then. Maybe I'm. Would you rather give up technology, all technology, or give up movies, television, and books? I mean, I guess... Okay, so it's not even talking about something like that. Then it's just talking about, like, the two types of technology. They are the, technology or I think technology I think it's tech like versus modern, art, basically. Yeah, I think modern technology, like, to an extent. Cause That's what I was, like I was thinking of. It as, I was thinking of it of, like, are we... Looking at Shakespeare stuff versus like J.J. Abram kind of thing. You know what I mean? Are you getting rid of one of the two? Or is it more so? I think technology to an extent. So not that old. I don't need a phone. So if that's what it's asking. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I, I'd rather TV, be outside and go have fun than sit on I think phone. I appreciate the art more than the technology. Yeah. I love technology, though. Yeah. But I definitely appreciate art more. <laughs> Like, if I could just I'm not have a phone and that. just, like, be watching movies and reading books the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. That would be better for you. I like. think that would be better for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's why I go with uh, giving up technology. I remember you talking about in your class how, like, uh, some of the kids just aren't great at communicating in yeah. general. Like, even beyond, like, the the two-year gap of COVID, like, they're just not great at it. Yeah, that's, like, why I brought it up with the guy. Yeah. And that's how it started. The he like reminded me of the two year gap. I mean, that definitely plays a part in it, though. That they were just like not communicating for two years when they were like probably like at peak communication development. Mm. 
but what can he do? Any good books <laughs> you want to throw out there, suggest right now? Right now I'm reading um, it's pretty much it's the same guy who wrote The Martian and he pretty much wrote another book about like space travel and then won like a bunch of awards he's pretty good we do gotta do a book club Andy Weir I think yeah that's the one I'm reading we should do a book club Invincible? let's read all the Invincibles yeah all of them Uh, I'm reading uh, something called not Invincible like the football one no the uh, comic book oh I'm reading something called um why hasn't anybody told me this? And it's just like uh, tools for mental health mainly. Mm. It's good. I was given it by a coworker. Did a book swap. Gave out the untethered soul. How many? Oh, it's gone. I mean, for the time being, yeah. We did a. I didn't speak about this on the pod. We did a big break my uh, reading goal for last year, which is cool. Like you were thirteen or fourteen books last year. Mm-hmm. Nice. I think I had like six, which was like that was big exponentially. Yeah, that was big. <laughs> yeah, that was huge. Yeah. Went from zero to six. So yeah, that's a huge jump. I think the pod helped some. Oh yeah, for sure. I need to read a book this year. I read one last year, and I was very proud that I actually what did book that. Was it? Uh, Think and Grow Rich was one that I had read. Good. Uh, I wanted to try to jump my financial literacy into that next bracket or at least that next understanding of, like, what to do with money when you actually have money that you need to save. Even just one is big. Like, one is huge. Like, most people don't read any at all. Like, that's a huge thing. Well, that was was the first one out of pleasure in a long time that I've just read. I don't want to even say just a long time. Probably my whole life. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's been either for school or it's been something where it's been... You know, kind of pushed or pressed mm-hmm. at me to read. So. Yeah, we had the episode with Jermaine about he he uh, he kind of worked in like he worked in a jail and some kind of pretty much about like some form of education, like educating kids. And that was the number one. That was something that I was like, hey, like maybe put more books in kids' hands with like something that they actually want to read. Like, yeah. there's so many books, like so many books. Some, one of them is applicable to you. Like, there's something that's like saying like, I don't watch TV. I don't watch YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. there's something on YouTube something you're, you're gonna, gonna watch. Interested. There's something that you're gonna want to like see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, what do you think? I think uh, we had a good. What one. are you currently thinking about? In general? Yeah. Um, nothing crazy. Just today. Nothing Pretty much today being a good day. About to do something like this. It's always fun. Yeah, it's crazy. We're getting to a hundred soon. Very soon. Like the next week or two. I mean, no, I'm trying to be there for a hundred. Hundred, we should have a hundred party. Yo, we got a party going on. What's up? You're on the podcast. Pull <laughs> up. <laughs> like We're gonna do Collins. <laughs> do it like interview style. Some Collins. Yeah. Audio's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be so funny. Oh, I'm glad we made such a quality episode for a hundred yeah. episodes. <laughs> in the book. 
<laughs> I talk to 50 people. Yeah. Well, all right. Wrap up. Yeah, I feel uh, I always feel like we could just keep going, but I'm fine to wrap. Uh, facts, facts. Got to save some for future episodes. Save some for next time. <laughs> Leave some on the table for next time. Keep them on the edge of their seats. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us. At DTMS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Always Francisco on TikTok. Actually, on most of my socials now, it's always Francisco. So you should be able to find me. Always Francisco. Vante. Oh. Uh, hit me on Instagram. Created by underscore Vante. There's an O. So V O N T E. Word. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful, splendid day. <laughs>